the Jeep Grand Cherokee 4xe. It's electrified. So you can boogie woogie woogie into the forest. Boogie. Boogie woogie woogie through the mud. Or boogie woogie woogie to work, where you boogie woogie woogie down the hall to your boss's office to tell him you quit. Then you boogie woogie woogie to the elevator as he boogie woogie woogies after you, begging, please, take me with you. The electrified Jeep Grand Cherokee 4xe. Learn more at jeep.com. Jeep is a registered trademark of FCA US LLC. I've confronted hundreds of men over two decades. I have been in television for 24 years. I just came to get something to eat. And I have very seldom been at a loss for words. I just came to get something to eat. Men online looking for children to sexually assault. What's the motive here? It's, Explain it to me. I don't no, know you're right. No, you're right. It's stupid. It's, it's not. It's an no. illegal thing. Yeah, I know. I did a stupid thing. Men from all walks of life. A doctor, a teacher, a clergyman. You sent pornographic pictures through the mail. Okay, that's a federal offense right there. You know I'm in trouble, and I know I'm in trouble. I tried to get into their heads and understand why. Me too, we have tonight. Uh, I, I want to know who you are. I want to know a little bit more about you first. Can I eat first? Sure, go ahead. Let's see if any of this sounds familiar while you enjoy your pizza. And ultimately, make sure they face justice. You ask her if she's a virgin. I ask everybody all kinds of stuff. It's just talk. You ask her if she's horny. What's wrong with that? You ask if she does anal. It's a question. Question. Who are they? Have they tried to prey on other children? And where are they now? Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real with you for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better? You really can do it, but nobody is going to do it for you. Nobody is going to push you out of bed to work out. Nobody is going to make you eat better. But here's the thing. Nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. Two and a half million people, each doing the Beachbody program that fits our own goals. Over 80 to choose from, some that take just 20 minutes a day. Nutrition plans that teach you how to eat healthy and still enjoy food. What we all have in common is we know it's not easy, so we help each other. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. That's why I'm inviting you to try our amazing Beachbody fitness and nutrition programs. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. These are the predators I've caught. I'm Chris Hansen. Out of all the hundreds of predators I've caught, Jay Refner holds a special place in the world of predator investigations for a couple of different reasons. The one I think most people see is his screen name, Meet Rocket 8. Meet Rocket 8. Now, I wish I had asked him during our conversation that night in Ohio, Greenville, Ohio, in Dark County, during our predator investigation there, exactly what he was thinking when he chose the screen name Meet Rocket 8. I had so many other things to ask him that I don't think I specifically asked him about his screen name. So now it leaves us all to wonder 
and I did reach out to Jay, and I'll talk about that towards the end of this episode. But I, I, I guess, was it that Meat Rocket 1, Meat Rocket 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, and 7 were already taken? And what about Meat Rocket 69? I guess that was taken too. There's little doubt that Meat Rocket had something to do with wanting to meet people for sex online. I think we can all agree on that. But I do want to know what he was thinking, and I don't think he uses that that screen name anymore. The other reason Jay Refner sticks out to me is that at the time of his arrest, at the time of his interrogation, at the time he surfaced in our predator investigation, his mother, his mother was an assistant prosecutor in a neighboring county. His father was a police officer, officer of the year in a nearby city. And so what must go on in the then 30-year-old's mind to make him think that this sort of activity was okay? Much less that he could possibly, possibly get away with this. Now, this is the first time he had ever been arrested for soliciting someone underage online. And as far as we can tell, he's not done anything like this since. But on the evening in question, in Ohio, in 2006, Jay Refner communicated with not just one, but two different perverted justice decoys online. And this becomes significant, and I'll explain this in a little bit, as to the mind of Meat Rocket 8, Jay Refner. So... He's in a chat room, and he first hits up a 13-year-old girl. And right away in the chat, she identifies herself as being 13 female in Ohio. He says 13 male Finley, Ohio, which is where he lived then and where he lives right now. Now, at first, this guy, as odd as he is, seems like a pretty straightforward predator, looking to hook up with somebody who's underage to fulfill his fantasy. And that conversation starts, as most of them do, where are you at? She says, outside of Dayton. Yeah, he says, I'm about one and a half hours north of Dayton on I-75. So what are you doing, she asks, looking for some fun tonight? You? My mom's in Vegas till tomorrow. Meet Rocket 8 says, woohoo. Decoy says, LOL. Yeah, but I don't drive. He says, not at 13. So you alone then? Yep. Bummer. She says, I babysit other peeps' kids, so why not babysit me, LOL? Who, me, babysit you? He asks. I know we got a way big house. Ooh, scary, LOL. Are you hitting on me, young lady? You're not making sense, she says, LOL. It's senseless. So are you just going to hang alone tonight at home? And this conversation continues, and it gets sexual. And again, it's very clear he knows she's 13. He says, I need something to do. What do you like to do, she asks. Hang out, have a drink, talk, sex, fun, movies, whatever. You? Cool. K-E-W-L. Me too, for most of it, LOL. Yeah, I'm sure, he says. Sex and drinking probably aren't your things. Why do you say that, she asks. I'm not a baby. I like to party. Well, I stand corrected then. 
and he's game to have this sexually charged conversation. She says, I used to have a boyfriend. You like sex? He asks. I've done some stuff. My boyfriend was older. It's pretty amazing, that's for sure, he says. She says, I made out and stuff. Cool. Now, he's using the K-E-W-L version of cool, trying to appeal and to relate to and apparently connect with a 13-year-old girl. She says he hooked up with my friends, so they both suck, LOL. Well, as time goes on, I'm sure you'll come to really love having sex. Now, he uses the C-U-M spelling of cum. Not so subliminal. It rocks, he says. LOL, I bet. I gotta see my ex-friend at school every day, but he's older, so I don't gotta see him. Gotcha. She's a hoe, LOL. You sound really nice, says Meat Rocket 8. He's a fool for leaving you. Still there, hon? Yeah, I thought you was gone. Nope. Had to feed my fish. Now, Jay Refner is a big aquarium guy. He's got fish and crab and all kinds of things in his big aquarium that he has right there in Ohio. And he's got a business, apparently. He runs out of his garage related to that. And there was another kind of odd incident on YouTube after his arrest. He would post a video, a live stream of him actually just watching the fish and crab in his tank. People started to make aggressive comments and he stopped doing it. Anyway, back to the chat with the decoy from Perverted Justice posing as the 13-year-old girl. They're talking about the fish still. Had to feed my fish, sorry. They gotta eat too, she says. Yep, yep, especially my salties. It's a saltwater fish, obviously. And he explains all that. A little more talk about fish and then back to sex. So this is the really weird thing and another thing that stands out about Meat Rocket 8, Jay Refner. He goes on and on for the better part of two hours, maybe even a little longer, talking to this 13-year-old girl, and he starts to get a little mm, flaky about showing up. Now, we don't know whether it's because he's having pangs of guilt for hooking up with a 13-year-old girl. He's 30, remember. Or if something else something else got his attention and this speaks volumes about who Jay Refner is or was at the time. So you've got this textbook chat with a decoy and it really feels to me going over it again all these years later that he's he's in. He's going to come see this girl and in fact it seems that way to the perverted justice decoy who remarks in the notes of the chat that it is a textbook chat. However, he gets weird with the girl while chatting with her. He runs into this other decoy who literally insults him for nine minutes straight in the second chat. So again, he's got this chat going with a 13-year-old girl or a perverted justice decoy posing as one. And then this other decoy posing in a chat room catches his eye. She's 15. And it says so right in the uh, profile. And so he starts focusing on Bush Sucks Girl. And she's rough on him. And in at the time, the thought is, well, if he's 
already invested in the 13-year-old, let that continue, why complicate the whole process by having two different decoys involved? But this happens, and it's happened on a number of occasions during our investigations. And if you'll recall, in Dark County, Ohio, Greenville, we had a situation where we believe word leaked out locally and it spooked a number of potential predators from showing up. So most of the guys, the vast majority, the teacher, the military base employee who was already going to be sentenced or serve his time, the Air Force base employee who was going to turn himself in for a previous child molestation, all that, all those guys traveled from a pretty long distance. And in fact, Jay Refner would travel just about two hours from his place in Finley, Ohio, to our place in Dark County. And we had this beautiful home built by a contractor for himself. And it was vacant at the time. It was out in the country. I recall farmland and being across the street. And, and But it was very well built. Big. It was perfect for a predator investigation. We were set up in the walkout basement. So when the guys would arrive, we would see them, you know, coming down the road and they'd pull into the driveway. The Dark County Sheriff's Department was nearby and they would come in the back door. And that's what Jay Refner would ultimately do. But before that, let's get into this second chat. The girl said her name was Sarah. Now, again, this is the second perverted justice decoy. And she's sassy. She's downright mean to him. Well, that just showcases my exceptional sense of humor, he says. Talking about, among other things, his screen name, Meat Rocket 8. She's claiming in the chat that he's just out there looking for an easy hookup calls her smarty pants lol yeah i'm smart so what sheesh yeah sheesh easy there young lady he says lol i'm not easy i have respect he says lol yeah right look at your name dude oh i bet that's talking about cows well that just showcases my exceptional sense of humor he says lol yeah it showcases something i know your game what's my game he asks because i don't even know it decoy says LOL, you're like one of those online freaks. Nope, try again. Here, look at my face. Do I look like a freak? Hmm, well, he did when he walked in, but I'll leave that to you guys. LOL, you look like a serial killer, she says. Okay, I'm done getting beat up. Yeah, go find a stupid chick, LOL, she says. God damn, easy. I think you have a lot of anger inside you. LOL, yeah, right. Well, then why the hell are you ripping me to shreds, he asks. You're all smarty pants like I can't be smart. Did I say that? No, sheesh, you need late or something. Take a chill pill. So again, he's right into the sex. 15-year-old girl, you need to get laid or something and take a chill pill. She says, LOL, yeah, right. That's the answer for everyone. The chill pill or getting laid, online freak. Nice talking, take care. Bye. In here, you think maybe that, you know, he's going to get out of the chat and go back to the first decoy. 
but he's back later that night. Hey, Sassy, can you shred me some more? I missed it. LOL, you're a freak. Nope, not at all, actually. LOL, freak, you like me, don't you? Yeah, strangely attracted to you. Again, so much so that he ditched the other interested girl. LOL, I'm irresistible. True, what you doing? Sitting here laughing at you. Baby, I get that at work every day. LOL, she says. I don't need it from you. Just some more moral degenerating, I suppose. It raises my self-esteem, he says. LOL, yeah, I told you you're a freak. I'm a computer nerd. You got a pick, nerdy? Can't you see it? Oh, yeah, the serial killer pick. Yep, yep. Ooh, staring at me. Well, I could show you the other pick, but that would make you drool. LOL, yeah, right. Then he gets into a discussion about music. You listen to heavy metal? I mean, you're cute, but... And he's going to chop me up and feed me to his bunny way. LOL. No bunny, just fish. So now he's going to talk about the aquarium and the fish with this second decoy. There's a little bit more about the aquarium. What kind of music they like. She says black-eyed peas. Actually, that's true. The decoy actually likes them. I like heavy stuff. Yeah, serial killer music. Exactly, he says. Ever heard of Children of Bodum? I told you you're a freak. I could tell. LOL, whatever that is. He sends the link to the music. I'm not clicking on a serial killer link. As you wish, my dear. LOL, what I say goes. Yes, dear. Now, it seems like he's getting off a little bit, or at least attracted to this rough treatment. But ultimately, he directs the conversation towards sex and the fact that she... Sarah is a virgin. So do you give everyone as hard a time as me? LOL, I give all the serial killers a hard time. I need something to do tonight, he says. Do you have any suggestions? LOL, you couldn't find anyone to kill? She's still giving a rough time here. Not my style. So it's little old me tonight, huh? Oh, what's your style, Mr. Bear? I don't know. Would you like to do something tonight? Ms. Bear? Grooming. Maybe I would. Maybe I wouldn't. It depends on what it is, LOL. Okay. Well, let me ask you this. What sounds entertaining? Hmm. Horse riding? I see. That might be a bit difficult to arrange tonight. Mind if I add you? LOL. Yeah, I was being a punk. Go ahead. I know you were teasing about the horses. Do you like to have a drink? Like alcohol, she asks. Anything, really. I like propel, she says. I think I'd like alcohol. Think hard, dear. LOL, you want me to think about something hard? LOL, well, that isn't quite what I meant. But I suppose if you wanted to think about hard things, be my guest. LOL, yeah, sure it wasn't. I know guys like you. Where are you located? Earth to Sarah. Come in, Sarah. Now he's using the C-U-M spelling of come, of course. Welp, I guess I lost you. Yeah, see? See what? See? LOL, what? You wish you could come in me, LOL. Don't be all hardcore demanding, dude. I had bots. Then he says, did you win or lose the bot battle? Would you like me to come in you? He asks. LOL, I win all my battles. LOL, again, I ain't getting preggers. That's good. I don't want any kids, he says. Well, it's ironic because as we'll find out in a few minutes here, he has a daughter the same age as the girl he thinks he's talking to. I'll keep it wrapped, thanks. 
LOL, you think you got game, huh? She says. I don't know, you tell me. Yeah, you got a little game. You want to hook up and annoy each other tonight? LOL, yeah, I want a guy to come annoy me. Weenie, he says. You know what I mean. I'm strangely attracted to this love-hate relationship, he says. LOL, everyone finds me irresistible, says the decoy. I'm sure they do, he says. But note, I didn't say irresistible. Maybe I should come over and teach you how to spell, he says. Work on you. LOL, you wish, says the decoy. Yeah, but I think you want it too. Here it turns another corner. I can do a few things, I suppose, he says. One, ignore you. Two, meet you and see where it leads. Personally, I think number two is the best option. LOL, you can't ignore me, she says. Sure I could. It would be easy. LOL, you couldn't earlier, but I like a challenge, he says. LOL, I always win challenges, says the decoy. He he he, sure, babe. Just keep telling yourself that. There is more talk of condoms, he says he'll bring them. You're a virgin, eh? he asks. LOL, yeah, I bet you're scared of that. Why would that scare me, he says. LOL, guys are always scared of that. Actually, I find it quite attractive, says Jay. LOL, oh, I'm honored to be considered the candidate for your first time. LOL, did I say that? No, but am I wrong? Yeah, you got game. Maybe you are, maybe you're not. Yeah, you got game, he says. You know, Sarah, all joking aside, it could be really nice. Maybe, she says, he he. Are you always so vague? LOL, I like to tease. I bet you're thinking about it, though, he says. Yeah, I am. It'd be nice to know. And you're not totally Uggs. He says, LOL, you're decent, funny, annoying at times, but I think it would be something to consider. Grooming some more. LOL, I don't know. Now you got me scared. Would you be gentle? Big teddy bear, he says. No reason to be scared. LOL, bears have claws, she says. Not teddy bears. But seriously, though, you serious about this? He wants to make sure that, you know, it's going to come to fruition, the sex part, if in fact he drives the two hours from his home to our sting house. Then he asks, there are butterflies in your stomach like mine now? Jeez. Yeah, but not bad ones, she says. Yeah, I've got good butterflies at the moment, too. What does your body tell you right this moment, he asks. LOL, it's kind of funny feeling. Yeah, same here. And again, here's a 30-year-old guy who thinks, at least, he's talking to a 15-year-old, so he's going to try to be as childlike and playful about this statutory rate as he can be to try to close this deal. You ever received oral? He asks. No. Wow. Sarah, you're really missing out. She says, this town sucks. It's not even a town. It's the boonies. Well, if you would like, I'd love to take your hand and show you the way. Do what feels right and stop where it doesn't. Okay, she says. Sounds amazing, doesn't it? Says Meat Rocket 8. It sounds pretty good, yeah. So where do we go from here, Sarah? What do you mean, she says. Well, do you want to meet tonight? Now again, this conversation, his second of the evening, is only about two hours old, and he's talking about visiting. He asks for the address. 
And then he says, see you soon. Yep, bye-bye. Well, he gets in his car and starts his drive. Not a lot of other conversation after that until he arrives. And it was an interesting dynamic because we're still trying to sort out the logistics here. And because of the word getting out, we had guys coming from long distances. And, and, you know, there was definitely the possibility that we could be surprised. And so when Ruffner starts down the street towards us, the Dark County Sheriff's Department doesn't have the transcripts yet. So the way this particular investigation worked was that the perverted justice decoy would have the chat. The chats would be printed, shared with me, and then shared with the law enforcement investigators. And they had a review process with the local district attorney to make sure that chat met the threshold of a felony. So this all happened very quickly with Jay Refner. And Dell Harvey, then of perverted justice, had to run across to where the detectives were, the sheriff's department deputies, and give them the transcripts. And then hustle back into position because she had to be the voice to greet Jay Refner, meet Rocket Eat, and tell him to come in the house and have a seat at the bar, which she amazingly pulled off. So it was a bit of a scramble, but we did it. And this is probably close to nine o'clock at night in the early spring in Ohio. And in comes Jay Ruffner. More about this predator I've caught in a moment. Now, it's not a big guy. You know, I try to size these guys up as they come in, but you really don't know what their personality is, what danger they pose, if they could be menacing. And we had security. Ronnie Knight was there, as always. And the sheriff's department was very close. But he didn't look menacing. I mean, obviously, he was menacing to a child who he intended to sexually violate, but he wasn't menacing to us. So, so Dell says, come on in. And she goes up the stairs. In those early investigations, we didn't have an on-site decoy to go face-to-face. That didn't start till later. So I walk out. And the funny thing is, and I remember this distinctly, and I'm going to share it with you right now. He treats me like he's already at home, and I'm walking into his environment. Listen to this. Hey, come on in. I just got to get my coat off. Freezing out, dude. Just hang out the bar for a second. I'll be right back, okay? Okay, dude. True. Do you have a hard time finding the place? Not at all. How are you today? Good. How are you? I'm doing good. What can I do for you? That was my question to you. What can I do for you? What can I do for you? (laughs) And I said, you know, the only thing I could think of, which is, you know, that's my question for you. Now, Jay is a short guy, as I mentioned, 5'5", and he's already sitting on the stool. He's got a red nylon jacket on, hair neatly combed, and he's got an unusually high voice. And it got higher the moment he saw me. Who are you going to meet here tonight? Sarah. Sarah. Sarah is how old? 
She's 15. 15. Well, she just said that, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so no doubt there. He tells me the name of the girl, and he says right away 15. So there's not even this dancing around. She said 17. I didn't read it right. I didn't have my glasses. I thought she said 18. He says right off the bat, she's 15, and her name is Sarah. And, and how old are you? I'm 30. My name is Jay. Jay Chris. Nice to see you. Nice to meet you, too. Okay, then, as you heard, we had the introduction. We shook hands. He said it was nice to meet me. Hmm, it's not going to be nice for very long. Now, remember, as we continue with the story of Meat Rocket Aid, his dad's a cop, police officer of the year, and his mom is an assistant district attorney in a neighboring county, a prosecutor, criminal cases. So you got to think that he has some knowledge of the criminal justice system. But he thinks he can talk his way out of it. Now, he pretty much rolls over for me because I had him so surprised. And I don't think he knew about the show, our investigations. I think he was trying to work his way through this. Is this the dad? Could it be a cop? What the heck is going on here? I don't know. And he's going to be pretty polite with me. And you'll hear later when he does get interviewed by the police, he he's much more cagey. He doesn't want to give any details up. He gives up more with me almost than he does later with the detectives because he's fighting for his life in his own mind. He knows if he says anything, it will be used against him in a court of law. Now, at this point, he doesn't even know he's being recorded on camera. Everything's hidden cameras. The cameras don't come out until I announce precisely who I am. So our conversation continues. And it gets a little humorous, actually. And this is where I always talk about Well, undeniably, there are humorous moments in the predator investigation, as serious as they are. To be quite honest with you, I'm not at all, in any way, shape, or form, you know, some sort of pedophile or anything like that. Do you often come to visit young girls after chats on the internet? Never. Never. In no way, shape, or form am I some sort of pedophile or anything like that. Yeah. (laughs) Did you bring anything with you tonight? Such as? Condoms. Yes, I did. You did. You brought condoms. So you're just going to kick back and chat, and just in case something happened, you brought condoms. Yeah. Look, here's the deal. Will you put them on the table, please? I'm sorry? The condoms. There you go. So you had a big night plan, huh? No. So he admits to me that he brought the condoms, and he reaches into his jacket pocket and puts them out on the bar top. And there are a good amount of them. I don't remember exactly, but they're, you know, three, four, five. And I ask him, well, it looks like you got a big night planned here. And he immediately takes the condoms and puts them back in his pocket. Like, okay, he showed me, he's clear, he's done, and he's going to get to go shortly. And he then tries to spin the story that in no way would he ever have sex with a child. And he's never done this before. Well, we know now that he had chatted up another decoy. And I don't think I knew that at the time of the Jay Refner interview. Or at least I wasn't absolutely positive that he had chatted with another decoy because I don't think I confronted him with it. I wish I had. That would have been very interesting. But our interview continues. Please listen to me. Oh, God, got nothing but time. There's nothing, I swear... 
I don't want to do anything, you know. I don't, I don't want to hurt anyone. I, I just wanted to talk. I swear to you, you know, she... How were you going to use she, the condoms in the I wasn't going to use them at all. I wasn't going to use the condoms at all. Hmm. Why'd you bring them then? And this... This response on my part became... Well, I guess somewhat iconic in a humorous sense. You got them in your pocket. Well, yeah, I do. You do balloon tricks with them? No. (laughs) Balloon animals. Even Jay had to laugh at that. But I pursued him and I said, look, as far as you knew, only two people were going to be here. And there's only one reason one of those people would bring condoms. Well, come on. I mean, I am. I, there's, there's only one reason, typically, that people bring condoms to a home, yeah. and that's for protection during sex. Yeah. And there are only know, two people in this house, as far as you know, you and a 15 year old girl. So, what am I to think about this? And then he reveals, as if this would be a defense, that he's got a family who he loves very much. And I ask him. If he had kids. Got a family at home. I love them dearly. You know. You have kids? Yes. How old are your kids? I have one daughter and two stepsons from my wife's previous marriage. In fact, the daughter he mentions, ironically, is the same age, 15, as the girl he thought he was going to have sex with. That's right. Woe to the predator who may touch my daughter, but it's okay for me to do it. It's so offensive. So if your daughter was home alone and some guy who was 30 came to visit, you would feel how? I understand and sympathize. Very upset. Understand and sympathize? How about beat his ass and hope he goes to prison for a very long time? And he still thinks he's going to talk his way out of it. I understand. Here's the thing. I would never do that. And he prefaces everything as he looks down away from me because he's thinking, he's digging deep. He's going to do his best to get out of this. You're a virgin, eh? I bet you're scared of that, she says. Why would that scare me? Guys are always scared of that. Actually, I find it quite attractive. Sir, I know what I wrote. He's going to give it one more try with me. And, as I said to him, I've got nothing but time. I'm there to get inside this guy's head. I'm not there to scare him. I'm not there to... Well, I do sometimes beat him up a little bit verbally, I suppose. But they deserve it. But I do want to hear what they have to say. I'm not there just to create a dramatic moment, is my point. Because I've always said, if you can get into the mind of a predator, you can better protect people from being preyed upon by them. And he's going to give it one more shot, as I mentioned. The questioning gets so heated, literally, that he asks to take off his jacket. And I say, of course. Okay, you mind if I take off my coat? Please, go ahead. Thank you. I mean, these are your words, right? Yeah, they completely are. I'm not going to lie to you, sir. I'm honored to be considered the candidate for your first. (laughs) Again. Playful chat. Playful chat, it sounds like you're excited about the fact that she's a virgin and you might be the first man to have sex with her. Right? Sir, I really wasn't going to do that. It's clear that he just wants this to be over. And I feel it's time to tell him who I really am. 
on this Saturday night where he has left his wife and children home to come meet another child. There's a couple things you need to know. I'm Chris Hansen with Dateline NBC. We're doing a story on adults who meet teens on the internet. If you have anything else you'd like to say, we'd be happy to hear it. He doesn't bolt or run initially. He sees the cameras come out after I identify myself and he grabs his jacket, walks out the door. Once he's outside, he's going to hustle. I mean, he's running and he wants to get out of there fast. And right then, the deputies with the Dark County Sheriff's Department take him down. He doesn't resist and they put him in the car and I don't think they knew at that point that his dad was a cop and that his mom was a prosecutor. But I think he told them right away because it became part of the police interrogation. So he's taken away and he's brought down to the sheriff's department. He's booked in a whole second interrogation. The, the proper police interrogation takes place. More about this predator I've caught in a moment. I was very fortunate in high school to have a couple of very good Spanish teachers. And I excelled. I actually took honor Spanish. But high school, for me and for many of you, was a very long time ago. So I need a refresher. Now, thanks to Babbel, the language learning app that sold more than 10 million subscriptions, there's an addictively fun and easy way to learn a new language or brush up on one you have some experience with. Whether you'll be traveling abroad, connecting in a deeper way with family, or you just have some free time, Babbel teaches bite-sized language lessons that you'll actually use in the real world. Babbel's 15-minute lessons make it the perfect way to learn a new language on the go, especially if you travel like I do. Other language learning apps use AI for their lesson plans, but Babbel lessons were created by over 100 language experts. Their teaching method has been scientifically proven to be effective. With Babbel, you can choose from 14 different languages, including Spanish, French, Italian, and German. Babbel's speech recognition technology helps you to improve your pronunciation and accent, and it comes with a 20-day money-back guarantee can't lose. Start your new language learning journey today with Babbel. Right now, save up to 60% off your subscription when you go to babbel.com slash Hanson. That's babbel.com slash Hanson for up to 60% off your subscription. Babbel, language for life. He's claiming that he didn't know she was 15, that People put all kinds of different ages on their profiles. He intimates that it was role-playing. You know, the typical list of excuses we hear from predators I've caught. And the detectives let him talk. And he basically talks in circles. And here's a sample of that. Did you ever take a look at her profile? On the Yahoo profile? Yeah, on her Yahoo profile. Mm -hmm. Did it indicate on there what her age was? Yes, that? that's kind of worthless. It really doesn't mean anything. What did it say on there? I've never seen it. Her age? Yeah. It said she was 15. It said she was 15 on the profile. So you oh, knew man. that she was possibly 15 oh, before you left your house today. Is that right? 
that really holds no credibility or weight when you sign up for those profiles. Anybody, you can put any false information. People say they're 130 on there. Mm-hmm. It really is irrelevant. But why would you come to somebody's house that is telling you that they're 15 years old? She didn't tell me that. When the profile I, told you that she was 15 years old. She didn't say that online. I'm just saying the profile said that. Okay, the profile on her Yahoo chat right. says she was 15. And as far as the integrity goes of that, it's meaningless. People say that they can be 130 or whatever. So it really doesn't mean anything. Now, here's the, the interesting thing is that now you can hear during the detective's interview with Refner that he has a little bit more computer savvy than the detective. Detective was on his game, don't get me wrong. The whole Dark County Sheriff's Department was incredibly professional, great law enforcement. But because Refner had experience in his job as a data computer specialist, he thought that he could talk circles around the detective, which he could not. And he tried a bunch of mumbo-jumbo obfuscation and confusion. And the detective, both of them, and the third one got involved later, were on top of it. They saw right through it. So you're making sexual advances to this female whose profile says she's 15. What were you thinking? I never made any sexual advances to her. You stated here, would you like me to send you... And then she said that also that you would keep it wrapped. And they also stated here, uh, somewhere along the dialogue up here, um, you had believed that she was a virgin and you had indicated that you would be honored to be considered the candidate for her first. She told you that she didn't want to get preggers. You said that you didn't want that either. You asked her if she's ever received oral. You told her that she's really missing out. If you would like, I'd love to take your hand and show you. Do what feels good, do what feels right, and stop where it doesn't. What is your job at uh, the University of Fenway? Data communications. Data communications? Are you a teacher? No. He was dodgy with the sheriff's deputies, but he admits he worked at the University of Finland in his role, as I mentioned, uh, in computer data. In the interrogation goes on for probably 30 minutes. When it ends, they finish the booking process. He's got to put the jail uniform on. And this is the best part. So now he's got to call his mom, right? Who's his attorney, who is a deputy district attorney in a neighboring county. And he's got to explain this to her why her 30-year-old son who's married with a 15-year-old daughter, two stepsons, and works for a university on a Saturday night is locked up in Dark County, Ohio for soliciting a 15-year-old girl. And listen to this attitude like it's nothing. Like, oh, God, you know, I had a flat tire and, you know, they made me blow into a breathalyzer and I, I blew up, you know, .07. It's on the border. Come get me. No, no, that's what he makes it sound like. He was going to rape a child. But listen to this. Hey, this is Jay. This is no joke. Um, I'm at the Dark County Sheriff's Office. I've been arrested and charged. Yeah, no joke, all right. And he even leans over. Now imagine this. He's in his orange and white striped jail outfit. 
on the payphone and he leans over to the sheriff's deputy at the jail and says, what's the charge again? Oh, I don't know what's the charge again. Hold on, sorry. It's unlawful. Attempted unlawful sexual conduct with a minor. If she comes down here, can she see me? The attorney? Yes. She's my attorney. The attorney, yes. Yes, you can. So he's booked. And on Monday, all the guys arrested, including Jay Refner, Meet Rocket 8, have to appear in court. And some have lawyers, some do not. But Refner is sitting there next to his mother, who's properly attired in a dark suit, and has to identify herself as her son's lawyer on these charges. Wouldn't you love to hear the conversation on the ride home after he got personal recognizance bond? I know the conversation wasn't good at home when he got there with his wife. Ultimately, we learned that when he was booked in, he had a tattoo with his wife's name and a skunk. Not sure what that's all about, but he might have had to get that tattoo removed because he ultimately got divorced. Refner ultimately pleaded guilty and was sentenced to 30 days in the county jail. He had to serve two years of probation and, like all but one of the predators caught in Ohio, served 10 years on the sex offender registry. Only one of them had to go lifetime sex registration because he was a second offender. Refner lives in Finley, Ohio and works for a mechanical services company. We believe still in data systems as a coordinator. As far as we can tell, he has not reoffended or gotten into any serious trouble since his appearance in our investigation. His mother ran for judge in Seneca County, Ohio in 2011. She only received about 25% of the vote, and I'm sure her son's notoriety as a predator I've caught was not helpful. The father, who was named Police Officer of the Year in Faustoria, Ohio in 2007, retired in 2008 after he suffered injuries in a car accident. There was no indication that either parent knew of their son's online activity or even that he had the infamous screen name, Meet Rocket 8. I reached out to Jay Refner. I hope he gets back to me. I'd like to talk to him, see what he's been up to since then, and see if he has any thoughts on why he did what he did and if he's gotten any therapy to prevent him from doing it again. I've been in contact with a couple of different therapists who specialize in this and we'll have them on episodes before too long. I also want to give a shout out to Abe Shapiro, a young reporter in Indiana who happened to ask that we profile Jay Refner just as I was doing the research on Jay Refner. So Abe, continue the great work and I'm glad this worked out for you. As you know, I like to hear from all of you who listen to this podcast. And so every week, we play a question from you. This week's question is from Matt, who appropriately 
is in Jackson, Ohio. Hey, Chris. My name is Matt. I live in Jackson, Ohio. I know you hear it virtually every single time you catch one of these guys. They always say that that this is their first time. So my question is, have you ever actually believed that one of them is telling the truth, that it really is their first time doing something like this? And if so, who do you have in mind uh, specifically? Appreciate everything you do. Love the podcast. I listen every week. If you're ever down this way, maybe we can uh, catch a football game. The Steelers and the Ravens are ever playing. Maybe grab a slice of pizza. All right. Keep it up, man. Thanks for everything you do. (laughs) I guess only if it's pepperoni pizza. That's an excellent question, Matt, and cleverly recorded. I appreciate it and got a laugh out of it. You know, I'm sure that some of these predators I've caught did show up in person to meet a child for the first time in our investigation. Now, mathematically, how does that break down and which ones do I believe or not believe? That's a more difficult question to answer. I bet that virtually none of them decided that day to chat for the first time with somebody underage online and then showed up. I think the chats build up until the point where they blur this line between fantasy and reality. The line we have traditionally in this society dividing children and adults. And they cross this line and show up. Now, I would bet, and I have no science to base this on, but my gut is that maybe 25% physically show up for the first time. And that's just my sense of it. It doesn't mean they haven't committed crimes before because remember the the crime in most states is the solicitation of a minor and that takes place online showing up is the television part of it in some cases now it shows further intent of course but i would say that there are those guys who show up for the first time in our investigations and that doesn't mean they wouldn't have done it anyway It just means this is the first time they had the guts to do it or the first time they couldn't control their desire to have sex with a boy or girl. But the vast majority, I think, have walked that walk before in one way or another. Matt, thank you. And thanks to all of you who've listened. I may have mentioned in our last episode that I was recently at CrimeCon in Las Vegas and spoke to a wonderful group of people, met a lot of people who follow the podcast, and I truly appreciate it. CrimeCon has really become an entity in a place where we can share content and share things we're working on, including our new crime streaming network, True Blue, that is coming out in the fall, in November. You can check out watchtrueblue.com to get more details and keep you updated there. The YouTube channel, Have a Seat with Chris Hansen. We have a sampling of one of our recent predator investigations, a police officer we busted in Michigan. And we're very busy working on a lot of very compelling content for both here on the podcast and for television. You can always find me on Cameo, and you can always reach me at chris at predatorpodcast.com. I'll be watching and listening. Stay safe, stay healthy.